You're listening to The Breakfast Show with Januda and Lawson. It is 8.04 a.m. and we are going to be moving into our Bible study time really shortly. But, of course, we need to give our next quiz question, please, Lawson. Yeah, here we go. All right, I have a passage. It is one of three passages that mention a type of animal. Okay, I'm going to read the passage and then you're going to have to guess what this animal is. Here we go. For the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Haram. Every three years once came the ships of Tarshish bringing gold and silver and ivory and apes and... And the question is, it's it's a type of bird. It's a goodly feathered bird. If you know which goodly feathered bird this is, and we're looking for the name of the species here, which is mentioned in the Bible... If you know what that name is, then 0491-064-669. Now, this is coming from 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 22, 2 Chronicles 9.21. Of course, our suggestion is that you don't look it up. If you're not a regular church attender, we will give you grace. If you are, and you might be blanking on the answer, just write in anything. Just write in a type of bird. Just, guys, this is your opportunity to get in. But again, that passage was, For the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Haram, everything three years once came the ships of Tarshish bringing gold and silver and ivory and apes and what goodly feathered bird what what, what's the goodly feathered bird that we're looking for here 0491 064 669 is the number to text with the correct answer if you text that number with the correct answer go into the draw to win our amazing prizes for this week of course we have the it is written everyday bible as well as satan's trojan horse god's end time victory amazing books there one of them is literally the word of god uh, and the other one's talking about the word of god in an awesome powerful way 0491 and do we give a clue we give a clue that it's one of our favorite what well, it's a beautiful looking bird i saw this bird on saturday afternoon at uh, there's like kind of like a little nature reserve here in newcastle called black butt reserve and they've got all kinds of beautiful animals they've got mm. koalas and they've got all you know beautiful birds and wombats and snakes and Epic animals, but there are a fair few of these running around. You know, they're they're beautiful, goodly feathers. It's it's sorry, what what's that? Is that a type of bird? Oh, that that would really give it away, though, Shell. Don't you think? No. Their plumage? No, that's that's just a word for feathers. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't whoa, catch quite the word, whoa. but I just I, all I saw was your hand actions, and I thought, oh, hello. Yeah. Um, Luckily, yeah, they yeah. can't see us. We are on no, radio. No, but this we can see it. I'm just like, <laughs> no, sure, no, no. Here's the interesting thing, though. Mm-hmm. I I used to when in the last church that I was actually pastoring, um, mm-hmm. I had uh, folk that I would actually visit that were church members that actually had uh, one or two of these running around in their yard too. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And they make an interesting noise. So anyway, that's, the, that's, hey, that's enough we're, of clues. We're doing everything we can to try and get <laughs> you guys to correct answer here. And if you still don't know it, Go to, the zoo. Know, just, just go to the zoo. Go to the zoo and then text us in. Just think which, about birds that you've seen that has cool feathers. 0491 That is the number to that's text. That's it. Hey, we have a text also earlier today from David saying, Shelton, Nuda and Lawson, bless you, Adventist family. I think he, uh, David's really excited that we're all back on deck mm. again today. So, um, yeah, it's all really good. Of course, unfortunately, yesterday, if you were listening, we did say that there was some dropout partway through 
through. Mm. Uh, we're not sure why our um, stations were affected, I think, um, but basically we did come back on deck fairly quickly. So we're hoping that you didn't miss too much of the show. But just remember that, of course, you can download Faith FM app on your phone and then listen back to the podcast. And, of course, our interviews now are also done separately on bod- podcasts, so you can actually mm-hmm. go directly. So even today's interview, if you missed any of it from Creation Ministries, fabulous interview today that we had with Dr. Ron Nella, uh, then you can go back to the podcast and listen back to to that. We're having heaps of um, texts coming through, um, of course, uh, particularly about our quiz questions. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, lots of answers coming through. So there'll be lots of entries coming through for this week, which is mm. really exciting in every way. And so you have your exam tomorrow, don't you? Yeah. In the I, morning. I have an exam tomorrow on Hebrew prophets. Hey, so, wow. So if you know those guys, then I, I think I should be good. Uh, yeah, looking forward to that. And that'll be my last exam. Is that an hour for two years. hours? It'll be, it'll probably be two hours, Dan. I haven't even, I don't even know. That's, look. Oh, um, you don't even know yet. I don't, okay, well, you're just preparing I'm for just it like, somehow. I'm just like, hey, if, as long as you go over the, this is the thing I think with exams. I think for me, anyway, exams is by far my preferred mode of being assessed. Like if I could just do, actually, no, no, no. My preferred preferred mode is that it would be a class presentation because it's basically my job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if I could just do a class presentation every single day. In fact, one of my assessments this year was a, cl- it was, it was a class presentation and they were like, Oh, do it like a mock radio program. And I'm like, well, I do real radio programs. So I'm chilling. And, uh, and, and it was, it was really nice but but yeah exams i'm just like look if you know the content then however much time they give you for the exam it'll be enough time to get your answers in and to 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 do well like good my question is though uh-huh. Do you think the lecturers will read your handwriting? Oh, this is I okay. So, the, funnily enough, Duda, at the top of every single, in fact, it's kind of a good luck charm for me now. At the top of every single exam that I do, yep. I write. Sorry for the bad handwriting. Oh, I do just, you, I just, you and take then that I, extra time, I, do you? I, on every single page. time. Sorry for <laughs> not every page. Just at the top of the first page, I write. Sorry for the bad handwriting. Little smiley face. And uh, because I just, oh, my handwriting is just awful because I, I never, ever use pen for anything, even like taking notes in class or, or writing down my shopping list or whatever it may be. Like, I'm, I just use my phone or my, my like, I, I can type. Yeah, I can type right. well. I okay. can type well on my phone. I've always had a little bit of a problem with writing as well. When I was younger, I had some issues in my hands. Mm. And so just like, yeah, oh, I, I don't know. Maybe you're listening this morning. Maybe you're like professional calligraphy or cursing or whatever it may be. Nah, not me, man. I'm just, I'm just out here. I just, I just press the buttons. What the do, actually, so text us in. What is your handwriting like? Do you like doing handwriting? What, what do you do in those yeah. spaces? Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. I remember in primary school, we had to sit there and learn the, the, the cursive yeah. and make the, who was the nicest writer in the class? All yeah, of those sort of things. Pen you, licenses. All of those stuff. sort of things. So tell us some of your stories about writing. Can <laughs> people read your writing i know i used to be in grade six i was actually the neatest writer in wow. the school but that i said actually it, fits so much i could well, yeah yes and no but i said over the years it's gotten really bad and i think if we had to do the same thing again i would probably be one of one of the worst but what i do know 
knows that when I was doing exams, of course, when I was doing ministry and theology at Avondale, mm. like you are, um, yeah, the handwriting just uh, through the exams got worse and worse and worse. I'm just like going like, oh man, can they read this? And I hope, I hoped, you know, and I did do well, but, um, yeah, I did feel sorry yeah. for some of the lecturers. And well, then even your answers as well. Like my exam yesterday was, it was a two hour and 10 minute exam with two questions, right? So that means they're both long answer. You're both, you're writing. You've got to do essays. You're writing don't two you? essays. Yeah, that's right. And like you begin, you know, your structure and your intro and your, and your body is like, oh wow, you know, I'm really getting the details in. But as the time starts winding it down, down, it's like you start, <laughs> yeah. your sentences get shorter and shorter and shorter and more direct and your grammar is just like, and this happened, and this happened, and and this means this, and da da da. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of go into point form a bit just to get something it's, down. It's to almost get like something. dot points, but <laughs> yeah, hey, no, right. we're chilling. <laughs> hey, you're listening to the breakfast show this morning, and it has come time now to jump squarely into our Bible study time, looking at well, our theme for this week: mission to my neighbor. And covering, you know, what it is that we are called to do to reach the people in our circles of influences. And again, today, the, the topic and the highlighted topic is Jesus's method and response, which is definitely, I think, the way that Jesus did things is by far the best method that we could utilize in reaching people. He is the master. He is literally the, the end and the beginning, the best, the best marketer, the best influencer that has ever lived and there ever was at reaching people with the gospel. And so I, I definitely think it's the best that we walk in his footsteps and use his method. Absolutely love it. And so yesterday we looked at, and we're going to continue looking at the passage in Luke 10 and verse 25. Can you read that verse for yeah, us? Yeah, I'll just put it up now. So Luke chapter 10, 10 verse 25. Verse 25 as our, one of our passages for this week where the Bible says, as I get here in my preferred, uh, preferred, uh, version, and behold, a certain lawyer stood up and hold on, sorry, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him saying, teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life mm, interesting question and so the lawyer comes to jesus and he says you know I, what is, his question is all about eternal life and i love mm. the response that jesus actually gives which we're going to unpack really shortly as well mm. um, but eternal life is such an important topic for all of us yeah. in every way and here is this knowledgeable man asking the question about eternal life you're listening to the breakfast show Connect with us on 0491 064 and, and, and the interesting thing is that Jesus actually knew his intentions, you know, of mm. wanting to, to um, catch him out with things as well. But also Jesus really, God knows our longings and desires deep down. And so let's just keep on reading that passage because Jesus actually then gives him the parable of the Samaritan, which will actually make mention, but we also, you know, want us to, to do it within that context, but then also we're going to have... A, a bit of a hit list of other other Bible passages. So can you keep reading verse 26 for us, please? Yeah, verse 26, it continues on. It says, And he said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So this is Jesus' response. Yeah. Like the, the question is, What shall I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus responds, 
what is written in the law? What is your reading of it? And then it continues in verse 27. So he answered and said, shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And he, being Jesus, said to him, you have answered rightly, do this and you will live. But he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And mm. of course, this leads into the parable of the good Samaritan, like mm. one of the one of the most famous is famous parables of the Bible. In fact, a parable I remember watching like a cartoon about this in kindergarten at school on like an old like a VHS uh, TV, and they pulled out this, and we we watched this parable of the of the Good Samaritan, and and this story of this foreigner who looks after looks after this person who is very much you know not doing well, um, despite the differences and despite the the issues that they that they have presented before them. Absolutely, and it's an interesting question, you know. And so Jesus t- says the parable to give him that example of who is the neighbor, but interestingly he actually says in verse 26 if we go back to that well after the lawyer has actually said what shall i do to inherit internal life mm. the interesting question the thing is i love i love how jesus so often comes back with questions doesn't mm. he he doesn't give the full answer and he actually wants us to think about it and go deeper ourselves because he actually wants us to learn in those <laughs> situations and he says what is written in the law what uh, what is it that you're reading of so what we see is jesus does this whole reversal thing and and basically puts it back on him and says, you know, so how much do you know of the scriptures? How much do you understand of the scriptures? How deep do you go into the scriptures? Mm. You know, Jesus is the perfect teacher, and this guy's actually asking him, you know, mm-hmm. and um and so really, you know, his response is then, you know, love the Lord your God with all your heart and love the neighbor as yourself, who's not my neighbor, but is actually encompassing, of course, the Ten Commandments, isn't it? Mm. Really? Yeah, absolutely, and I think. Here, the reason Jesus puts it back on here and him is because this person isn't a commoner. This is a lawyer, like yeah, this that's person right. who uh, who has access to the scriptures would have memorized the scriptures up until this point. Who has been charged with you know their their job is to basically to know scripture so well as to you know sort out civil disputes. So Jesus here says, hey, like. Like, get, you're the expert, you know, it's like, hey, what do I do to, in, to uh, inherit eternal life? Well, you're the expert. What do you understand of that? And, and he hits him back here with the Ten Commandments. A very, well, the summary of the Ten Commandments that we see coming from the book of Deuteronomy. Loving the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your strength and all your mind. And your neighbor as yourself as well. Which very much points to initially this idea of obedience, Essentially, mm. which I was having mm. an interesting conversation with someone about this recently. We were talking about heaven mm. and we're talking about being saved and being lost. There's three of us in this conversation and, and one of the people in the conversation, the question was, is like, oh, you know, will, will anyone be lost? Like, do, do people, do people need to be lost? Like, wouldn't every single person want paradise, right? Like, wouldn't every single person even if they're like evil here in this world, but maybe they're evil because they don't understand what love is, wouldn't they want to go to heaven? Like if everyone could be in their right mind, right, and have the correct perspective of who God is and how much he loves us, wouldn't they just want to go to heaven? Like, And I feel like that's a fair question to ask. Mm. But the people, the, the problem that sin creates in us is not necessarily a problem with, 
like, oh, we all want to die and we all want to be destroyed and, and whatnot. Um, it's not necessarily a problem of paradise. I think everyone wants paradise. Mm. Everyone wants to, to live forever. And that's the problem of sin is that we as humans want to live forever, but we don't. But the real problem with us is the, the issue of obedience. Like we want heaven, but what sin has done to us is it causes us to be, to be disobedient to God, be disobedient to his law, which causes sin and death and pain and suffering. And that's why those two things are, are literally incompatible. And this is what the lawyer is pointing to here. It's like, hey, what will I do to inherit eternal life? Well, obedience has something to do with it is the initial answer. And, you know, Jesus says, hey, you've, you've answered you've answered rightly. Do this and you will live. Uh, but he wanting to justify himself, again, as it continues on in verse 29, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And this is because the reality is, is the lawyer is like, okay, so all I need to do is be obedient. And Jesus is like, yep, yep. Be obedient. Be, have you know if if you be obedient, you never fail in your obedience. You know if you just live without sin, uh, you, you would go to heaven. You would go to heaven. Mm. If you, and I feel like it's a bit of a trap here because it's like the guy's like, "Yep, yeah, if I just love the Lord my God and love my neighbor, like I'll get in." And Jesus is like, "Yep, yeah, okay, do that then. Do that then." And, yeah. Well, and then the interest. Sorry. And the interesting thing is though too that he's kind of putting a boundary on it. He's kind of saying that you know that this is the point at which you know love love stops. You know, sort of mm. thing. But we know that according to Jesus and the Ten Commandments, really is a whole um, reflection of the lo- love and character of of God, isn't yeah. it? And so he, Jesus is saying there is no limits with with yeah. love. There yeah. are no limits. In other words, everyone becomes your neighbor. Yeah. And, well, this is like what the question is ultimately inciting is because because it, it, it says here but he wanting to justify himself said to jesus and who is my neighbor the question that comes up in my my mind is like why would he want to justify himself hasn't jesus just said to him that you're correct mm. and i feel like has someone ever come to you denuda and just showered praise on you Mm. Like, Danuta, you're just the best. Like, has, has someone ever come to you and been like, well, shout praise on you and you felt undeserving in a way? And it's like, mm. oh, come on. Like, nah, like I'm not, you know, oh, like, and, and I feel like in a sense, sometimes there is maybe like, oh, we do actually live up to the praise that someone shout was on us and we want to maybe be humble or we feel embarrassed. But then there are times I've definitely felt this where someone showers praise on you or gives you praise over something and you know deep down in your heart, like, oh, but like, it's not true, actually. Mm. It's like mm. like someone will come to you and say, oh, you're so this. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're such a good this. So you're such a good this. And you're like, oh, actually, you know, if this person really knew, like, what I was doing or what I was about or, you know, <laughs> like I've, I've had someone said to me one time, like, Lawson, you, you're so organized. And I, I know, like, in my heart of hearts, I'm like, <laughs> organization in my life, you know, that is that is a constant and ongoing battle that I am fighting. And it's something that I'm constantly, and someone said to me one time, yeah, Lawson, you're just so organized. And I'm like, Nah, man, like I am, I'm winging it. And you know, in your heart of hearts and for Jesus here talking to this lawyer, the lawyer said like, yep, you're right. Like you're Mm -hmm. right. You've answered correctly. Go, just go and do that. You've just given him the right answer. And I feel like the lawyer in this situation is like, Oh, like I've kind of called myself out a yeah, little bit here. Yeah, absolutely. And says like, oh, but Jesus, like, who is my neighbor? You know, mm. trying to trying to justify himself, maybe trying to squirm out of this mm. responsibility that he has heaped on himself to say, mm. oh yeah, like love the Lord your God with all your heart, love your neighbor. All right, go and do it. And he's mm. like, oh, 
actually, who is that? You know, trying to make some some clarifications, maybe to get a, a bit of a lighter sentence, because I think we all know it's like, oh yeah, we we all understand, and, and sin wouldn't exist if if the world was just perfect, and we we all just somehow could conjure up the 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 right decision and and if we look all the way back to adam and eve if they had have just not chosen to eat the fruit and we wouldn't be in this situation but the reality is it's like we don't love our neighbors we don't love god with all our hearts we consistently fall short of god's love and you know obedience and so how do we Well, solve and that on problem? top of that, you know, because Jesus is pointing him to the scriptures very clearly, on top of what you've said, I think there's also an additional element with the fact that he's saying, how well do you know your scriptures and how mm, well do you apply yeah. the scriptures? Oh, love that word, apply, right? Right, because, you know, we can read, but it's application that is is what Jesus is looking for. He's looking at us giving our heart and applying, and that is the, you know, yesterday so we, we were talking oh. with Kelvin being here and Matt as well. About the inner, the inner man, the inner person being changed and being reflected in the outward man. Mm. You know, and that's why the verse from First Corinthians, basically, where it says, you know, in First Corinthians fifteen thirty-one, says, "I die daily." We need to die to self in every kind of way. We- You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we have got our last quiz question for today. Before we continue our Bible study, please, Lawson. Hey, here you go. I've got another bird question here. According to Jesus, <laughs> which bird does not fall to the ground apart from our Father's knowledge? Mm. If you know the answer to that one, 0641, oh, 0491 064669, I should say, you know, oh man, I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting a bit rusty, eh? I've, I've been in and out of the studio maybe a little bit too much, guys. I, I've, I've had a bit of a, a, a tumultuous, tumultuous last month, you could say, but hey, look, we're here, 0491 that is the number to text. And again, that question was, according to Jesus, which bird does not fall to the ground apart from our Father's knowledge if you know the answer to that one you'll go into the draw to win our amazing prizes for this week again we have the it is written everyday bible as well as satan's trojan horse god's end time victory both incredible books that you absolutely want to get your hands on on. Again, that number zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. And we're continuing our Bible study. We're looking at Jesus's method and response, of course, in in Luke ten twenty five, where the lawyer comes up to, up to Jesus and says, "What shall I do to inherit eternal mm. life?" And Jesus, you know, knows his intentions. But the interesting thing, of course, he points him very clearly to yeah. scriptures. So we're just going to look at a few key verses. To I mean, there's so many more we could actually look, look at, but that will actually help us understand. Jesus' response um, to the lawyer. Can you actually please read for us, Lawson, Matthew 26, verse 56? I got you. Hey, but this has all taken place that the writings of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted and fled. Okay, so right here it's talking about the fact that, you know, things, scriptures pointed towards what would actually be happening and they've been fulfilled. And of course, Jesus in so many ways, in so many times pointed back to the scriptures, mm. didn't he? What about the one in Acts 17 verse 11? If we can go there as well. Yeah, for sure. It says, now the Berean Jews were of more noble character than those of Thessalonica, for they received the message with great 
eagerness and examine the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Catch that. Right there, they said, you know, they examined the scriptures every day, checking whether what Paul had said was actually true. And here's the thing, like we so often say on Faith FM, don't take for for granted what we are sharing here. Um, We actually, for for one, firstly, like to read directly from the scriptures for Mm. that very reason. But secondly, we want to encourage each of our listeners, we want to encourage you to pick up the Bible, to read for yourself, to dig deep into those scriptures. And then when Jesus actually responded to the lawyer, he said, you know, what do the scriptures say? He's basically saying, you know, what is your knowledge of the scriptures? You know, Mm. keep going back to the scriptures in every way I might even give you a response but hey and yes I'm the perfect teacher but here's the thing go to the scriptures go to the scriptures go to the scriptures Jesus quoted the scriptures of course when he was tempted by Satan didn't he he mm. said, you know, the, it, it is written. It was always, it is written. And here's the thing. When we actually give the response of scriptures, that cannot be disputed because God's word is truth. Yeah, that that is such a good point. And particularly in our context today of... Uh, there have always been people who have tried to undermine the scriptures and it has very much shifted like after the time of Jesus, it shifted to, it was within the Christian community for literally the last 2000 years that people have been trying to undermine the scriptures, whether it was the, the Gnostics of, of Paul's times or the, the Manichaeans of, you know, the following era or, or again, we see the church of the dark ages and then, We've mm-hmm. got like progressive Christianity today mm-hmm. and whole denominations that were built on, you know, that were like Protestant denominations who have said, oh, we don't agree with what the Bible says about this. So we're actually going to change our definitions and just the whole, like we're changing the, the doctrines of our church to disagree with what the Bible says because, you know, we've moved past what the Bible says. And the answer to that is it just absolutely can't be so that we make that distinction. And and even in a maybe a progressive, non-denominational sense, I've, I've heard people share this sentiment of, oh, you know, it's not just, it's not all about scripture. It's it's all about being being real and and, and, and we need to, to do something with our faith. And it's it's the scriptures that informs what we do. And this, oh, is, 100%. this is what Jesus is making clear. Right. It's like, hey, the reason the Good Samaritan story makes sense and the, the reason I'm encouraging you to be like the Good Samaritan is because the Good Samaritan acted in a way that was according to the words oh, of Scripture. 100% love it. This, like, this is That's the deal. Right. It's like, yes, we want living faith. Yes, we want exciting faith and faith and doctrine. But that doesn't come at the cost of doctrine. That comes because of doctrine, because of Scripture. Absolutely. And on top of that, the story with the Good Samaritan points to the fact that he had a genuine conversion. Yes. That he wasn't just living it for the sake of, of show to others. Yeah. Okay. Or for works-based salvation. Yes. Okay. Yes. He was living it because he was truly converted. Yeah. You know, and that, that is the key that Jesus wants for each one of us. A couple of more verses too with that. We've got first Corinthians 15 verse three. And this is again, Paul writing to Corinthians. He says, for I delivered to you, first of all, that which I also received, that Christ died for our sins. Here it is. According to the scriptures. Yeah. 
So again, you know, Paul's quoting that again. He's saying, you know, is according to the scriptures that the scriptures are important. I was thinking even when you were saying earlier, just a short while ago, you know, sometimes people also say that um, there are certain parts of the Bible that are too hard to understand that it shouldn't actually be in the canon of the Bible. Mm. I've heard them say that about the book of Revelation, for example, because it's too hard to understand. Yet prophecies are so important there because they're end time prophecies in every way. Mm. But but more than that, you know, I think even uh, and and I think even you know going. Going back years back, is it was it Marcion that actually said, you know, one one of the the early in the early centuries that was basically saying this part of the Bible. I think it was the Book of Luke and a couple of others that he said, yeah. oh, that shouldn't be in the Bible. I don't want that in the Bible. That's don't right. want it in the Bible. Right. But I'll take these parts of the Bible. Yeah. No, the scriptures are the scriptures. Yeah. They have been, you know, ordained by God. You know. And, and given through those the writers, you know, inspired writings in yeah. every way. That was the tactic. That, that has been the tactic of, like, every opponent to the Bible has either been to take away Scripture or to add Scripture. Yeah. That, or to, like, and I think even today in modern movements, I would say, for example, I, I wholeheartedly don't subscribe to the philosophy of, say, the Book of Mormon. Uh, and, and because the book, the book of Mormon, you know, the perspective there is that it has like the Bible's been corrupted. Therefore, we've been given a more fuller revelation of truth now that is, that's more accurate and trustworthy. It's actually, you know, it's a similar story in Islam. Like Islamic people say a very similar thing. Oh, you know, the, the, the testament of Muhammad, his writings have actually, you know, oh, yeah, we, we believe in the same God, da, 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 but it's, it's Muhammad's writings that, that clarify you know, yes, we believe the Bible is a holy book, but what Muhammad said, that's really where the truth is. And the answer is no, 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 no. Like, I don't want to look in any other place to have as my foundation for truth. I'm not saying, by the way, that people can't write about the Bible. I'm not saying that that people can't have insight about the Bible. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. But what I am saying is that the Word of God that we have before us that is the foundation of truth. And as the Bible says, it is profitable for all doctrine, for all uh, reproach, for instruction in righteousness. This is this is what we've been given. This is our sure and firm foundation. You will not in find it anywhere else. Every way. And in fact, you've just quoted the verse. So I was going to say the same, you know, Second yeah. Timothy 3. Um, and so, yeah, we want to challenge our listeners. Pick up a Bible, you know, start reading it. Um, go to the scriptures. You will learn mm. amazing things. You'll get to know Jesus more. More than ever, mm. and keep on digging deeper. Don't just accept what somebody else, <laughs> excuse me, else says, mm-hmm. but keep on digging into God's word and get to know Him for yourself personally. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. It has come time for us to give the answers to our quiz questions for today. Take it away, Lawson. Hey, here we go. Here's some answers. What famous thing rested on the top of Mount Ararat? It was none other than Noah's Ark. And I said, my dad has one of these. Yes, so please explain. Well, he has a boat. Like, this is like... Oh, that's a boat. It's not an ark. It's the same. They're all boats. They're they're all boats. Like, uh, you could say a a sailing, a boat, or a ship. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sure went... Come on, guys. No, no, 100%. (laughs) It is a water vessel, okay? It is... They're all water vessels. My dad has one of them. Yeah, but the ark was very unique, and it was massive. Yeah, I'm not saying my dad has an ark. 
arc. Like, like it doesn't have a huge arc. Okay, here we go. Next one. What two domestic animals represent the saving and loss? It was none other than the sheep and the goats. Yeah. And, you know, the sheep go to the right, oh, goats to the left. That's right. Both of those animals are super duper cute. And it's sad that, you know, one of them is, is represented as bad. But, hey, you know, cool. Yeah, one represents the compassionate, the other hard-hearted. That's right, correct. Those who talk, you know, when Jesus says, when you did it to the least of these, you did it unto me. Correct. Hey, it was the moth. That was the insects that was mentioned in the book of James as being destroyed in clothing. And that was what I was talking about. There was a moth in my room, like the size of the palm of my hand. It was huge. Right, that was from the land of giants. Oh, (laughs) man, I was like freaking out because I could hear it. it. My light was off. I'm like laying in bed, you know, dozing off to sleep. And then I can just hear the wings of this ginormous moth flapping. I'm like, am I getting attacked right now? What's going on? And so I like ran to my door, turn the light on, and I see this thing. I'm like, oh. But you know, they're not they're not usually they they they're not usually deadly to humans. But I'm um, like, stop trying to eat my clothes and got that thing kicked out of there. Yeah. Hey, uh, you might need some mothballs in your cupboard, hey? Hey, correct. <laughs> hey, for the king's ships went to Tarshish with the servants of Haram. Every three years, once uh, came the ships of Tarshish, bringing gold and silver and ivory and peacocks, which that is the goodly feathered bird. That was the answer to They're beautiful that birds when they spread so out their feathers. Like, the colors are amazing. Yeah, we saw these peacocks on the weekend that were, like, just this beautiful blue. Like, and, and I love it. It's, like, how shiny they are. This, like, shiny blue. It's And it's, like, a it's like a deep blue as well. As it, and it's kind of, like, it's so, their feathers are so magnificent metallic that as you walk past them it's like it kind of shimmers you know and it, oh it's just beautiful amazing creatures uh, but then finally here in contrast to the peacock according to jesus which bird does not fall to the ground apart from our father's knowledge it's the the lowly sparrow mm. uh, and it's uh, i love that story too and ultimately well what jesus is trying to say is that hey if even the lowly sparrow right. falls to the ground and god sees it he knows it he's understood like how much, much more, more is he interested in you? Does he care for you? He's numbered the hairs on your head. I think he of that song. Set a path before you. I think of that song. His eyes on the sparrow. Oh, literally, isn't that such a fantastic song? I, I like honestly, probably one of my favorite hymns ever mm, written. I remember the first time I heard that, it, I was just moved to tears, hey. Yeah. Oh, that we are just every, so, spe- so, so special in every way. We're valued in God's eyes. He loves us so intimately. If he loves the sparrow and he loves us so intimately, like that, how much more are we? And, and there's that other Bible verse, you know, the lilies of the field as well. How yeah. much more is he intimately interested in yeah. us? There, the lilies of the field are arrayed more magnificently than the, you know, the, the greatest king in all of his splendor, how much more uh, does he love and care for you? And and so this is the most beautiful thing is that we have the opportunity to know God. And of course, our prizes for this week are all about knowing God. We've got this awesome Bible, the It, mm. it Is Written Everyday Bible, as well as Satan, Trojan's Horse, God's End Time Victory. So guys, you're just going to have to keep playing throughout the week so that you can answer these questions correctly and receive these prizes that will teach you all about God's love.
You're listening to The Breakfast Show. We've come to the end of our show. That was my favourite group, one of my favourite groups, I should say, and that is one of my favourite th- songs too. So thanks so, so much good. for that. Sure, really love it. Very fitting with what we were discussing there about our quiz answers. Absolutely. And we want to wish you all the very best for your exam tomorrow morning as well as give a promise to our listeners from Colossians 3, 1 to 2. Um, set your things on the mind above, not on earthly things. Remember to talk faith, live faith and act faith. You'll grow strong in Jesus Christ. for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.